episode number 421. My intention was, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Please give me my next divine assignment. I don't know how I can help. So on the first day of this retreat, I literally hear, you're going to write a book on trust. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutalenhoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutalenhoff. Folks, you know your boy is ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about the path to trust. I mean, in many ways, whether you're talking about business to business relationships, whether you're talking about your friendships, your kids, your anything, uh, you know, maybe past relationships that didn't go so well. You want to build trust back with them. Maybe you want to find out what they're up to. Many different ways of building trust, but someone that has done that her whole life with uh, both in her practice as well as in her book. And we're going to talk about that. Dr. Nancy Wiley. Doctor, are you ready to be on the Be Real show today? Oh, you you bet, Travis. I can't wait. Been been looking forward to this. She said, let's go. So uh, Dr. Nancy Wiley spent 27 years, folks, in a highly successful orthodontics practice. Um, and then due to the school shooting in Parkland, uh, you know, kind of spurred her feeling and the time is right to kind of create a, a new path with this divine trust essentially helping, you know, with one of her own patients uh, that had had lost, you know, had a loss of one of her own patients from this. Uh, and we were looking at, we were watching the uh, Uvalde, I think it was the uh, 2020 thing yet last night. It just, it can't, you, you, you watch 20 seconds of that. You're just tearing up as a parent um, and, and feeling for those parents in the time, you know, that we all are living in where I know 1999 was when I graduated high school. That year is Columbine year. That's when they started putting police officers in there. People started putting lists out on the internet of who they're going to take out at school, mm. and 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 interesting things like that. I remember, I remember, you know, my uh, the principal called and said, "Hey, you popped up on a list. You guys just stay home for three days. We don't know what's happening, but you know, it was it was a different time." And then all of a sudden, you had an armed officer at school, which you didn't have there before. Uh, uh, it was a, it was a difference made, but. Let's be real. Nothing has really changed. You know, um, they made the difference. The 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 action started a incredible, horrific um, spew of events that we are still now dealing with today. Daily, we don't know when it could possibly be tomorrow, the next day uh, that we're going to be you know dealing with another tragic loss. Uh, and me and my wife, who's a psychologist, also think about you know, you know, how are we going to stop this? Is it the kids? You know, it feels like the, it has to be a lot of different factors. It's not going to just be one. Um, but taking us back into that moment many, many years ago, maybe for you, was you had an orthodontics practice, you know, which obviously to be in business for 27 years, you're doing something right there. You figured it out. You know, you're, you're helping kids with their with their braces and, and looking good and smiling and uh, nothing more important than that uh, as well. But then a, a loss happened in your area or in the region, and um, and then you were inspired to kind of take this this path of trust and loss and dealing with this. And, and take me back into that. What what what? Uh, you know, I we don't want to relive it completely, but you know, let's go back there a little bit. 
So, you know, it's it's really a fascinating thing when you get to be my age and you look back at things that happen in your life. You're like, if that didn't happen, this wouldn't happen. And if that didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened. And and then finally you find your place. So um, I'm a scientist and I always say we're growing that left side of the brain. So um, really, I would say almost all of us are trained into just coming from our five senses, what you see here, taste, smell, and the you know, in what what's being fed to you and what you see in the real world. But luckily I you know, she was very proactive and ahead of her times. And she took me to learn meditation when I was 16. And she would give me these great books. Um, she would see me studying all day and all night, even on the weekends, because I wanted to, um, at that point, I wanted to be a doctor so I could have horses. So it was all this underlying thing. I wanted to be my like main passion for getting up and going. So um, on the path to becoming a doctor, studying, studying, studying. And she's like, oh, my God, she's so intense. She needs she needs stress relief. So she took me to learn meditation. So I started when I was 16. So that was now like 45 years ago. So meditation really makes a difference. And what I, I find is a very boring technique called transcendental meditation, where you hear about all these glorious things in the book she would give me. She gave me autobiography of a yogi. She gave me um, Dr. Joseph Murphy, um, the psychology of thinking something along those lines. It's escaping me at this moment. But she gave me all these broaden your right brain, same with meditation. So here I'm developing two different parts of my brain, um, pretty much equally, because I, I devoted a lot. And the more things that started happening, I couldn't explain with my left brain caused me to be a seeker. So then I was on the path. I mean, she had a healing and, you know, I witnessed it. So anyway, it happened with the right brain. It's not making sense here, but I'm seeing it here. So developing both sides of my brain. Now I'm finding myself in um, January of 2018 and my mom dies and she and I were the closest. But at some point I found a great teacher and um, went through all this really like, I want to say 15 years of guided meditation. And she was my mentor. Her name was Jetta Molly. Fantastic. If you ever can get a chance to work with her, she's almost untouchable now because she's so, you know, She's so sought after, but right. I worked with her and we I did several years of group mentoring. So I got individual training from her. Her go-tos, which was mine. I don't, I don't know what I cannot explain it, but she would have us spend months on certain states of being. Love, you know, the typical ones, love, gratitude. Um, and my favorite was trust. Mm. something about it Travis I don't know it just whatever was happening all I'd have in the present moment so you have to learn you know meditation you have to learn control of your mind which happens as you you know with 45 years of meditation you're going to learn <laughs> you're going to learn to control your mind but guided meditation I will have to say is the lightning speed to the path of enlightenment for all your listeners mm. and viewers guided meditation by the right teacher whose light is on right. so uh, state of trust. And, you know, if I would have anything going on as we all do, right. You know, and you can feel like blah, 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 your mind's going. And in this state, it would go like this. Boom. Wow. 
And suddenly I had a portal to the divine. And the more I did it, the deeper it went, the more I could connect. So I make a connection. Oh, I knew this was my state of being. It was what I was here to do. I'm here to teach it. So back to January 2018, my mom dies and my father's really, oh my God, undone. My brother, my sister, I'm the only one, the closest one to her. I'm the only one holding it together. And I'm like, God, I know and I trust you with all my heart and soul, with every fiber of my being. I know there's no hair ever out of place, no matter what. And this is after years of giving stuff to, you know, it to right. see it transmute. So I got back, you know, okay, I'm not suffering. Okay. That was, that was February 9th, 2018. We had our funeral and I'm sitting in my working on patients on the afternoon of February 14th, um, 2018. And my practice is a mile and a half from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. My main high school feeder was Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. And I'm working at like two, I, 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 this is not an exaggeration. I'm thinking, wow, I really handle my mom's death well. And I look at me and she goes, oh, there's an active shooter at Douglas. And as I'm having this thought, like I really have mastered trust and then wham, it's like the universe is like, you think you have this mastered? Well, here, we're going to see if you can handle this. So um, five o'clock the next morning, we found out I lost a patient and one of my staff, horrendous, 17 people murdered that day, 17 other injured and um, seeing how it undid my my whole community completely i mean really no patients came in for about six weeks when they did they had this vacant look in their eyes wow now your wife you know that when a tragedy happens survive they have either survivor's guilt or the severe anxiety and they start committing suicide so one of my patients was a uh, an adult at the time psychiatrist and he told me you watch that you're going to see this and I'm like no certainly yes and they kept it so shh because you know they didn't want it to reverberate through the community so you weren't seeing that you weren't seeing that you weren't seeing that talked about as much as the other side of it all I mean the recourse of the actions of what happens from from the they kept it so hushed until so many people had attempted or actually you know succeeded in committing suicide we had a town hall called and of course i go to that because i'm like i'm going to do something about something deep inside rising up inside i've got to do something i don't suffer i can help all these people Mm. right i have this connection that is unshakable no matter what Mm. i i Long time ago, I said, I don't understand how how Hitler can serve the light. So uh, my teacher said, I assure you, and she took me in a meditation. The light of her consciousness being on lit mine up and I got answers. So now I'm able to go and feed things into this light and get answers. So after the Parkland shooting, I too was watching the news. I too was feeling my energy kind of coming in and like, I thought I didn't suffer. What now I am. Let's go take this to the light. So I went about, five, it took me five days to get my equilibrium because you know, you're, you're worried about everything and everyone. And I'm, I'm like a, a big bomb. And I, 
I'm taking care of everybody. So I go into meditation. I finally find like two hours. I'm like, I got to get my, I got to get control. And I go in. What's the answer? Why did this happen? Boy, did I get answers. Mm -hmm. So that's what I wrote in the book. I wrote about solutions. I wrote a whole course on how to help us deal with this. So um, you might have questions. So I am. I'm curious. So so getting into, uh, you know, your day to day practice of this, are you uh, working with patients directly or is it mostly through the book and things like that? So, you know, at the time I was still like, okay, how can I help? I, I'm not, I I felt like a calling welling up inside, but I'm like, I don't know how to help. At the same exact time as my mom was getting sick. So this was January before she passed my right. back. I felt it. And um, at the time I was a runner and I did was doing Pilates and I'm like, well, I'll just power through it. Right. We kept getting worse and worse and worse. And finally I got an MRI and I found out whoop, I have four herniations and 17 bulging discs. Oh, and the worst thing I could be doing is running and bedding over patients. And so um, it kept getting worse. And I'm like, but I trusted that it was almost like the hand pushing me out to do this. So like, I didn't know, I mean, it wasn't all into full, co- you know, coalescing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't right. write the book until 2020. Right. So I just knew I was being pushed out and I trusted. See here, here's how it. So when you say like, okay, I have this back, back issue. It's pushing me out of a career that I loved. I would never have loved. Is that a tragedy? I did not look at it as a tragedy. I looked at it as. I don't know why it's happening. I trust with every ounce of every fiber of my being. I'm going to step out into the void. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I just, right. So I put my practice up for sale. It sold like that to, in the most exquisite synchronistic events that I can't, I'm not going to go into right now because I know we have limited time and I want to stay on trust. It sold so fast. Mm. And then four days after my last day, I timed my last day with a spiritual retreat that a, a big group I'm in. And my intention was, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Please give me my next divine assignment. I don't know how I can help. So on the first day of this retreat, I literally hear, you're going to write a book on trust. And I'm like, well, I don't know who you are, but I suspect you're God. And I am not a writer. That's my scientist. (laughs) So day two, it's a four day retreat day two. In another process, another meditation with a different person, I hear you're going to write a book on trust. We've been working with you, teaching you to embody trust. It is now time for you to bring this to the world. Wow. So at that point, I'm like, wow. okay, I'm not arguing with how it's going to happen because writing is not my forte. Um, third day, heard nothing, but that didn't bother me. And fourth day in another process, I heard. Here are your chapters. This is the outline for your book. Get up and write it down. And I did. Wow. And then it wrote itself in five days. Crazy. <laughs> so a big part of that too is, uh, you know, no matter what level you guys are at, guys and gals are out, out there are, are at, maybe you've never meditated once. Maybe you've never listened to your intuition one time. This is a big sign of intuition and listening to your intuition, whatever you feel like that is, whatever that higher being, whatever that calling is, whatever that 
you know, gut feeling is. Uh, and then obviously many times too, uh, it helps to have, you know, like you said, you know, you're having guided meditations, you're having some sort of uh, enlightened process getting you way faster through there. And so, you know, whether you go on YouTube on there or you're able to get through a physical meditation with some, there's a lot of great, um, you know, meditations out there, guided and uh, non-guided, but she's saying, go on the guided one, folks. Let's, let's take the guided one first. Um, and, uh, and then obviously let them, you know, you know, kind of let us, you know, otherwise we, we're up to our own practices here. And, uh, and like most things, we, uh, we're, we're not professionals. So, you know, you know, kind of learning that. And then as you get better, maybe you can do your own, you know, meditations by yourself. But at the end of the day, from, from many times, a, a meditation is just slowing down the mind and not thinking about much other things than kind of just what's going on in this very moment right here. Yes. And listening to kind of what you're feeling in your soul or your energies or, and, and you can kind of take that many different ways. You can practice that for five hours. Or you can just kind of do that for 30 seconds at a stoplight. Um, and, and you can easily meditate at a stoplight for 30 seconds and you'd be better off than had you not done that little simple, mm-hmm. you know, breathing work or, or just kind of turn off the, the, the radio or turn off the distractions and, and kind of seeing what the minds and, and souls feeling for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, m- many of us are so busy. We could say, oh, we don't have the dang time, Nancy, to do two hours. No, and most no, no. Are- I don't recommend two hours. I right. don't. All the meditations in my book are like 10 to 12 minutes. Perfect. That's what I'm that saying. Is pretty short, you know? And it's that's the way it wanted to come out. It's right. like we, it has to be practical. It has to be so every one of us can do it. So, so I also got my mission is to ignite a massive shift in human consciousness. Mm. So it's not going to happen to have everybody do two hours. I don't do two. I, I mean, I only did. And if I'm very, very troubled or, you know, I'm out of balance. Right you've now, been practicing for so long that oh, yeah. two hours is you, you can handle that. I was yeah, only I was only bring, bringing that example up, folks, just be, so because many of us get caught in. Oh, we need to do this for a whole hour. Or no. We need this for thirty minutes, or no. like I was saying, as much as ten seconds to like a ten minute to twenty minutes. Um, something, some time that you can have. Obviously, if you if you can without the distractions of all of the pings and dings of our phones and notifications and emails and many different other things that are out there from content and social media to distract us. Um, uh, so any bit of time, even like I said, even a five seconds at the, at the stoplight, I think is better than not Mm -hmm. doing that and not, you know, checking in with yourself. It takes Travis is a breath in, breathe in once. I mean, I usually start with three breaths, but just breathe in and center yourself, come into the present moment. That's Mm -hmm. all it really takes is just becoming, it's, it's like the mindfulness movement. Although with my, my meditation, it's to become mindful and walk every step, every Every voice, everything is like surrendered to this beautiful energy. Mm. And it doesn't have to go that deep. It doesn't at all. It, as you're saying, just a second at a traffic light is is going to help, is going to make a difference, is going to bring you back, is going to make you conscious and come back online of what you're doing. It's going to bring you into that right brain mm. aspect. All of them amazing, miraculous things are. And, uh, and there's no excuse for five seconds, folks. There's no excuse for five <laughs> seconds, all right? Uh, now we're about to get into your mindset, Nancy, uh, with our top 10. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Apple or Android? Um, Apple, for sure. Apple, Netflix, or YouTube? Um, mm, 
Hmm. Hmm. It's both equal for me. It depends on the vibe. It depends on the mood. There's, <laughs> you can do different things on Netflix. Netflix is constantly challenging you with crazy new shows that like keep you addicted. Um, yes. uh, Instagram or Facebook? Ooh. Facebook. Facebook. Chicken <laughs> or steak if you're thinking about a good meal. Mm, or vegetarian I'm option steak. too because we do vegetarians as well. But No, steak. I'm Let's go. We're going steak. We're going steak, folks. Uh, laptop or smartphone? Laptop. Laptop. Uh, Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. The OG platform. The OG platform. Um, they have so much content on Spotify now. You have co- podcasts. And I think mm-hmm. Spotify is eventually going to be like YouTube, too, where like a lot of the creators of music are going to also push their videos there. So I think that's the next big push for Spotify to compete even deeper with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that um, you know, you don't think about today, but it's probably going to be a bigger and bigger content distribution platform for videos and longer mm-hmm. form content, things like that. Uh, movies or video games? Oh, movies. Movies, hands down. Uh, reading books or listening to books? Reading. Get the physical. Get the physical book, folks. <laughs> Uh, if you're thinking about diversifying your portfolio right now, is a crazy time right now as an investor uh, to put where we're going to put our money at. Uh, Mine's in cash. There Ooh. you go. So <laughs> we got cash. There we go. Yeah, I mean that's another smart because I think in the next um, you know five years that's going to be a bigger commodity as anything else. And then um, to get that, if you need it as a business or as a a person, you're going to have to pay a higher interest rate as you're already seeing with. To buy a house, you know, like to buy a house, it's now seven or eight percent now to get a you know interest rate quick. It goes up, uh, and, and it's probably going to go up a little higher because um, they have to, you know. So, cash is powerful. Keeping a cash flowing business is so powerful too. So, cash is a king maker. I love it. Uh, and if you were to take a vacation today, Nancy, because you deserve it, where are you going to go? Oceans or lake? Where are you going to go? Oceans. Oceans. What ocean are you going to pick? We're going to take the bag and you're out. Where are you going to go? Where are you flying out to today? I, I, I would like to go to Bali. Ooh, that would be fun. That's on my bucket list. That's on the bucket list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Indonesian, the beautiful ocean out there. Oh, man. Unbelievable. When you're waking up in your day, you're getting pumped, energized, uh, set for the day. Why do you love being you? Um, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> Um, I love my experiences, my my growth, my courage. I stand firm with courage and look at my and firmly with my light of this trust, and it just evaporates them right in front of my eyes. And I love that I can do that. Right, and also, you know, what you're doing for others, I will say, is so important. We don't think about that many times in our daily practices and our daily lives, and whatever piece that is for the world. Uh, when you get to help someone else, whether that's through grieving, whether that's through trust building or a variety of factors uh, in their day, meditating is, a, is is something that for sure can get you through those moments. But then making that a practice of your daily uh, routine mm-hmm. is the bigger play. Like you said, you've been doing it for 28 years. The podcast, people always say, hey, the podcast, you've been doing this. Hey, you know what? We started a long time ago. We could be doing more shows every week, but we stay consistent to the three to four every week and we never stop. And so that's, that's how you build, you know, anything in content or business is you just don't ever stop. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden 
you got Nancy on, you got Tony on, you got, you know, you got the gang on, you know, and then I get to constantly meet and, and be challenged by new uh, conversations, new uh, personalities, new friendships, possibly built from at scale, you know, because obviously, you know, no one's going to come out to Fresno to do the show. We're not going to West Palm Beach. You, It's easy now with Zoom and with the technology. And yeah. at the end result is almost the same as if we were in person. You know, it's not exactly the same, almost the same, almost the same. So yep, um, definite advantages, the advantages. Yeah. The advantages out sometimes outweigh, you know, the, the in-person event uh, advantages in that you could hop on the next show in 10 seconds. You know, you're going to another country, you're going to another place. Uh, <laughs> it's just incredible. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever retire from this new mission of trust? Um, no, I don't. I'm I'm here to help as many people and and turn their lights on like mine has been turned on. I'm I'm a sure. I'm a healer. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> do you feel that you uh, are called to maybe writing more books and things like that in the future, or how yeah, do you feel so like it progresses? How do you think this progresses for you? Um. Well, I get glimpses, and I ha- nothing's landed yet, but I get glimpses, which is how you know intuition works. Like right. maybe this, maybe that. Right. And as a scientist, you know, it's it's just you know about to burst because quantum physics explains everything that I experience that I teach, but yet the scientists are like that's hookum or that's woo woo. And I'm like, absolutely not. Where are you right. in your quantum physics? Right. Why can't you explain it with your left brain? I sure can. Yeah. So I get stuck behind dark matter, you know, and these different terms. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that it, it's on either side, right? It's like when you don't explore the other side, you, you, you eliminate the thought process. It's like people mm-hmm. that don't Check out the uh, the telescope photos they got now. That new um, that new uh, space. Well, I forgot what it's called, but it's it's incredible. The photos that this new piece of technology is capturing of the universe of stuff oh. we've never been able to see in image quality that is blowing your mind. You think it's fake, but it's real, and it's it is beautiful. And if you are someone sitting on this earth and saying that doesn't exist, right? I don't know what to say. Like it's out there. Like it's if there's technology, like phones you have that are capturing this stuff millions of miles away that we'll never see in our lifetime. It's bringing it back home so that we can look at it, analyze it, and kind of fathom the possibilities of of what's out there because it's out there. You, you, you can't deny this. This is technology capturing this stuff and bringing it back to home to daddy here. Uh, you know, and so I was just, I find it fascinating because religious people tend to think that that stuff doesn't, it's like, it's like, that's not out there or something. There's a stars, dude. Look up, look up in the sky, man. Like, and then go on Google and look at the, what these things are pulling up pictures of. We can't capture with our phones because eh, we're not <laughs> up there. You know, there's a few barriers. Uh, the whole point is it's, it's very fascinating when you challenge yourself with the other side of your mind, because if you get stuck on one and, and this is the only way you don't aren't ever exposed to that. And I think that's that's a big piece to your message, too, which I love. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that in your daily practice from going from science to your other side, you didn't have to do that. And 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 it, thank God you did. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those things. So when you are starting your day, do you have a routine or practice around your day? I sure do. And it's very specific. Um, I do a. Can I share it with you and your yeah, listeners? Absolutely. I do two things. One is um, I find what I love unconditionally. It might be your child, your spouse. For me, it's my dog. 
Mm. She's so beautiful and pure and innocent. And she, um, yeah, she doesn't talk back to me like my daughter, special needs daughter, but Mm. so it's my dog. And I like imagine her in front of me and I look and grow as big as I can. And then I turn it on myself until I feel it kind of infuse my own selves. Cause you know, we're always, especially women, like we're always giving out, giving out, but all human beings do that. And we're the last people we, we think of, or we do good for, but if you don't, it's just like that plane going down yourself. So this is where you love yourself and you feel your like you feel expansion expansion or you feel really good inside like warm and like a big warm blanket's put on you mm. once i do that then i surrender to this energy that i connect to every day and i actually become the vehicle for it to see through and speak through my mouth and then i do the different chakras and my actual physical body. So it kind of like feels the hands and it feels the feet hit the Mm. floor. And then I get up out of bed and I walk as though I'm the vehicle um, container for source energy, God, you know, whatever name you give it. Wow. That is cool. That's cool to think of actually, when you think about that, because Really we all is. are that, but we don't sometimes think of ourselves as that. You no, know? we all are for the that. source for the for the world, you know, for mm-hmm. for our own for our own good, for our own world, for our own families, for our own businesses, for friends, customers, podcast listeners, everybody. <laughs> you guys all are that. Um it's interesting, but to, to but to actually remind yourself of that each morning, I think is very, very important and probably makes you feel a lot better than you did. How'd you not think about that? So yeah. let's go. Let's go. Uh, do you have a favorite application or app on your phone or a tool that helps you run the business or help you uh, just in life? I I listen to Audible. I know, oh. you know, I said read books, but I also listen to them. And right. I listen to favorite uh, spiritual teachers like Abraham Esther Hicks and Joe Dispenza and a bunch of really positive people because it's so easy to get down that dark tunnel, especially now with everything that's going on in the world, right? Right. So to stay positive and open-minded. Travis, I just love your open-mindedness. It's really cool, really refreshing. I love your energy. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have to be open-minded as a podcast guest and also as a business owner because I have clients of all different sides of the political aisle, sports teams, and I can't fight with you here. I want to do business with you. <laughs> you know, I want to I interview. I, I can care less about the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the realness of, of life. And obviously that part is, is a piece to you, but let's not get caught up on it. You know, And I think that everyone can live a little bit better that way. I try to every day uh, you know, not give uh criticisms of your beliefs of your what you what you want to do my big thing is just get a little bit of stuff done and focus on you a little bit every day record a podcast write a book do a meditation um work out whatever that is it doesn't matter what that is but do something a little bit for you before you run to netflix or run to the news or run to this to provide you whatever that is that they provide you because it is something but it's not going to be the same as as you did something for yourself First, first, then go do whatever you got to do, you know, veg out, whatever you got to do. But but if you did that thing first for yourself, it makes life a lot easier. Had you not, you just run to notifications of life. You just run to the quote of the day, the header of the day, and you're so caught up with that. You didn't do one dang thing for yourself. Not one dang checklist, five second meditation, 
recorded 30 minute podcast, record four podcasts, whatever we got to do, baby, uh, in a day, in a couple of hours, because the most important thing is you. And don't feel selfish about that. Never feel selfish. If you could sit down to a steak dinner with anyone in the world today, who would you want to sit down with? Alive or dead? Can it be? It doesn't dead? matter. It does not matter. I, hmm, I would say um, Jesus or Buddha. I would like to see what's going on in their head. Let's get them both. Let's get them Even both on the line. Let's get them both in the steak yeah. meeting. That would yeah. be fascinating. Do you, uh, where is our favorite place for, to, for people to learn more about you and the book? Where Ooh, can we send them great. to learn more about you about the book? Okay. They can go to trustthedivine.com and they can get a free, if they scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a free meditation. Oh, nice. Um, so they don't have to pay the book you can get it on amazon it's available in paperback um ebook or kindle and um audible so nice. if they take that code and they put it into a divine book divine trustbook.com they can get all kinds of free goodies so we'll that put that really we're gonna put all that in the show notes folks so you just click that description button and we will get you covered today Dr. Nancy, I appreciate you. I appreciate your soul, your energy, your passion, the fact that you took this moment in life, which you could have let hold held you down forever. And now you are sharing your light with the world at scale. At scale, because life is at scale now. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. And thank you again for your time, folks. You've been hanging out with Dr. Nancy Wiley and Travis Too Tall and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast, guys? You can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story. And the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts, that's I-L-U-V podcasts.com, do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcast, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.